listening to Season 3, Episode 70. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Shop. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm your host, Therese. I run a small business called Small Business Collaborative, where I help business owners grow their wholesale. The last week has been really enlightening and emotional and I've learned lots about myself and I am sure that you have too. I wish we didn't have to have conversations about race and biases, but we do. We learned this week that being a non-racist is not good enough. We need to be anti-racist and that takes active participation. This doesn't mean that everyone will feel comfortable with recording a podcast or posting about their views on social media, but you can be an anti-racist by learning at home and sharing your thoughts and what you learn with your friends and loved ones. You can educate your children or speak with one of your friends that says something that isn't quite right. I find it uncomfortable to talk about race and I discovered a lot of uncomfortable things that I need to work on with myself this week and habits that I need to change and I struggle because it is an uncomfortable topic sometimes. Every time I sat down to write a post or to talk about it, it, I end up drawing on my own personal experiences and making it too much about myself because it, it, it's safer, I suppose. You know that if you're talking about something you experience, you're not going to offend as many people or get it so wrong. And this is something I will continue to work on. I know for a fact that during this recording of, uh, of this episode, I definitely slip into that habit a few times. But I want to do better. And I think the best way for me to do better is opening up the conversation about biases and the inequality in our industry here on the podcast. I know I will probably make mistakes. Um, Most of you probably know that English is my second language for one. So I am definitely not always familiar with certain terms. And that's not an excuse. I'm just saying I know I will get it wrong for many reasons. And I am not here to offend anyone. I am here to learn and maybe you will learn something too. And for us to have an open conversation about how we can make our industry more equal, more diverse, better. If you have any feedback or any comments, my DMs and my email is always open for a conversation and I always love to chat with you. This week's podcast guest is Georgina from AfroTouch. Georgina makes beautiful hand-finished cars using West African wax fabric and we talk all about COVID-19 of course because that's what all of season three has been about. We talk about wholesale because in the end of the day that is what they podcast is about and we also talk about what's happened this week what challenges Jordina has had being a black owned business selling a diverse uh, product and also about why there isn't enough cards out in our shops featuring black babies and black people 
why does Jadina, as a black woman, have to go and actively seek out, maybe online or in a special shop, a anniversary card for her husband? Instead of just doing what most of us do when we're allowed to, you know, when COVID is not happening, to pop into our local gift shop and pick up a card. Next time you are in any sort of shop, go and have a look at the card range and see how diverse it is. And if it isn't, maybe you can say something. I really hope that you enjoy this episode. And if you do, please do share where you are tuning in. You can tag me at small underscore business underscore collaborative. And you can tag Georgina at AfroTouch Design. But let's move on to our chat. Hello, Georgina. Thank you so much for coming on Let's Talk Shop. I would love for you to introduce yourself and your business. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So I am Georgina. I am the founder of online greeting cards and stationery store called Afro Touch Designs. I'm also a mother of three under the age of seven and I'm a pharmacist by profession so I still work full-time and run Afro Touch in probably about three hours a day actually. You sound like a very busy woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yes I am a very busy woman and currently homeschooling all of them at the same time but you know we we carry on. Yeah of course and have you had to work still on your pharmacist job during this time? Yeah so I'm working working from home so my my nine to five and then homeschooling during the day as well and then working on Afro Touch design in in the evenings when the kids go to bed. So it's just added another layer of (laughs) busyness during this time I guess are your children normally out of the house for part of the day or so I've got a a two-year-old who will be three soon and a five-year-old and a seven-year-old so I I think with the government guidelines at the moment the, the two older ones are at home and my youngest one we're trying to decide whether we're going to send her back into nursery or not but I think she'll probably go back in a couple of weeks um, when things settle down a little bit so at the moment we're all we're all at home working from home. Is your partner at home too so is he also working or? Yeah yeah so we're both both working from our dining room table. (laughs) (laughs) Like so many others it's such a how have you felt it's been how's that experience been during this time it's a challenge is we 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 play tag team so we don't have a home office so um like I said we both work from the dining room table so if I have a meeting then I run up run rush upstairs and take the meeting from the bedroom while he looks after the kids and then we kind of slap hands tag team and then he goes on help his meetings but we try and I think we're both fortunate that we can have some say over the meetings that we have so then we're able to just to, to work around it and try and keep the kids as occupied. They have their, their classes throughout the day as well. Um, so we, we, we've become, on top of being parents, we've become teaching assistants and IT consultants and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, oh, this whole IT thing is like, I spoke to someone else and she said she has a shop and there's like a Apple Mac computer repair place in the same street and she said they've never been busier. I, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get our heads around all of it it's, it's different, different technologies and they're using different things and they have to be on at different times and 
you know, the functionality of these things can be really complex, but we're, we're getting there. And actually the, the kids at their age, are, they're learning how to, how to use these things and they might not necessarily have been in the position to, to learn how to use them at, mm. at that time. So, so they, they think they're on an extended holiday, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, 2020 has been testing, but I think this year it will have changed us tremendously. Like, you know, a lot of people have slowed down, even though we've been busier than ever. Yeah, I think so. I think it's 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 been, for me, it's kind of been a time to slow down and to think, especially from a business perspective, just to think about what's the direction, what do I want to do, you know, how to move forward. So it's just given, given me that time to actually take a step back and, and, and reflect on things a bit more. Um, whereas other times it's just you just get into the flow of the business and keep going and you keep going and you, you're in the business, you're working on the business and it's kind of, there's no real time to stop. Whereas we've just been in a position where, you know, we've had to stop and had to, and, and it's given us that time. So it's 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 been both a challenge but also a little bit of a blessing as well. I, I feel that that has been what a lot of people I've spoken to has said during this time so it is what it is we we're resilient don't we yeah, we are we are so how has business you know AfroTouch been doing during this time so it's been it's funny because the the wholesale side of the business obviously hasn't been as great as it has normally um you know mm. shops retailers are not open and you know they're going through their own challenges as well um but actually through the through the online website i've i've noticed that there's been a, there has been an increase in in um the amounts of orders that are coming through the website and i think it's just because people can't can't go out i mean i i I sell greeting cards and stationery and homeware. And um, the greeting card side of the business has been really, really, really good in the sense that I'm able to offer a solution to customers who can't go out so I can write the cards for them and then post them to, to their recipients on their behalf. So I think that's been quite good. I think the, 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 the bulk of my business is wholesale. So the, the, the revenue that comes in is mainly through the wholesale, but actually I have been seeing an increase in, in the retail side. That's great. So more people will know about you now, which is yeah. amazing, right? Yeah. And I think also, you know, just particularly around around this, the, the times that we're in, I'm sure we'll talk, we'll talk about that. That's also been, been, I've been getting a lot of traffic through through my social media towards the website which which is which has been really good so yeah it's it's up and down <laughs> yeah absolutely and we will talk about that much more because I wanted to talk about it but before that going back to your stockists have they requested anything have are they selling your products online at all or have you been in touch with them at all yeah so so I have um one particular stockist is based in in southeast London and and she she has a um a store that sells uh, they're called diverse gifts and they sell a, a diverse range of products from books to um stationery to um jewelry a, a load of pro- fantastic products by by some really fantastic creators and then she's one of my stockists so she's gone gone online she was online before but she she she's uh, she relaunched her her online business so some of my products are sold through her online her online business and again, I think like me, she's also been seeing um, some a good influx of, of customers coming to her to her website because of her diverse range. Yeah. Do you think? Or? I, I think so. I mean, um, 
she's probably one of very few uh, independent retailers that do sell a diverse range of, of, of items, particularly for black and ethnic minority groups. So I think there's just I think there's there's still a need for people to want to buy those th- those types of items. So you know she's offering another way for them rather than them being able to come into the store, they can um, go to her website. So I I traditionally stopped at her store, then now she's mm-hmm. selling selling products through through her website. That's good. And and how, do you know how that's gone? Has she yeah. did she have to ask you for images? Like did she ask for any help with that? We ran a, a, a competition together. So um, I sent an email out to all of all of my my um, stockists just saying you know understand that this is really trying times at the moment if there's anything that you can that we can do to support you let us know we'll be happy to kind of send you some some stuff so that you can offer them on your social media to your to your social media groups and and, and your customers so we ran a, competi- a competition on her um, social media page mm-hmm. and that was really that was really well received and she announced three, three winners and then I, I posted off the stuff to, to the customers on her behalf so so I think just just keeping abreast of, of um, what was going on with my retailers and just trying to show that I'm still here and still ha- hoping to support them and you know we'll, we'll come through this together I think that's been that's been it gives it that, that that personal touch I guess I think it's something that you know stockists will remember too yeah. because not all their suppliers will have been like had that approach yeah no I think it's important because you know this is a moment a moment in time and we still need to have those relationships going forward and so I just I think it's really important that we you know we maintain that level on that 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 relationship with with our, our independent uh, retailers and our stockists through through this time because you know they're going through a, a really it's really difficult for them at the moment you know they've had to close you know and to impact and so I think we we as um you know the people that provide products to them we just need to make sure that we are um we're keeping close to them and just making sure that they're okay you know having that personal relationship is what is enjoyable with we're doing business with each other yeah anyway so so that's good and have you been contacting any new potential stockists or have you sort of let that be for a bit so that was when we started 2020 that was I had this whole operation and it was operation 2020 and I was I was I had planned to get 20 new independent retailers by the end of 2020 so January and I'd, I'd sent you know a load of um, emails out and and tried to and I think we, we talked about this and I tried to uh, reach out to everybody and then kind of went really really quiet so I think I'll probably kick that back up pick that back up towards the end of the year but during this this kind of COVID pandemic time I haven't really reached out to anybody new I've just really tried to support the, the stockists that I that I have already yeah yeah I and I guess if you have a limited amount of time too per day it's hard because you like I said I've only got I, I literally have between probably seven and, and ten o'clock to do to do everything I mean I've always I've always had to run the business that way and um, because I've always mm. worked um I, I've always worked full-time I work within the pharma industry so I've always my bit from from day dot my business has always been run in the evenings and then I I'm kind of dedicated different times of the day to do different times of that of of the week to do different things 
but now it's even because it's that you, you you've got the work during the day plus the homeschooling and then you feel really exhausted by the time you get to seven o'clock and then, yeah, I bet. And then start thinking about okay I've got to sort I've got to start sending out emails to to retailers and you know I've got to, to look at the books and think about new products and update the website and all those kind of things that the wholesale side is and reaching out to hope to the wholesalers has, has taken a back a back step. But that's okay. You can always do take that up again when you when things go back to whatever the new normal will be. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's really hard to know what that what that new normal will be like. I think I'm I'm quite fortunate in the sense that I've got an online. It's an online business, so the impact to me really hasn't been massive compared to someone that's got a brick and mortar mortar store. I think the only the impact mostly for me has been where, you know, I might there have been some supply issues from my suppliers who haven't been able to get stock to me to be able to then send out to 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 my customers. But yeah, I think from a from an online business point of view, I've been I've been carrying carrying on and, and yes, the, the sales from the wholesale side haven't been as great, but you know, the, there's still been some some orders coming through from the, through the website, which has been which has been good. We've said a few times that your product range is diverse and stuff, but people won't be able to see it when they're listening. So, do you want to describe what your cards are? Yeah, sure. And your products are. I hand finish um, greeting cards. I design greeting cards, and they're hand finished with African wax print fabric. Um, so they're all laser that they're, they're printed, and then I laser cut the fabric on t- and and adhere them onto the onto the greeting card. So all the images are um, predominantly um, images of black people, or they are images like butterflies or um, other other things that have then that then have the African fabric um, adhered to the card. So, so there's there's there is really something something for everybody. I do a range from you know birthday cards to Christmas cards and but yeah the the, the whole premise is that that I I share a touch of West Africa West Africa through my stationery and my gifts and that they um, kind of showcase West African design in a unique and memorable way. And those fabrics, those wax fabrics are so colourful and vibrant and beautiful. Yeah. It's nice to do something else with them too. I used to, when I when I first started, when I first started out, I used to do each card in, in six different colours and obviously that became very difficult to manage so so now yes. you kept individually individually making every single one every card is, is an individual and because of the nature of the fabric the way the patterns are on the fabric no two cards are ever 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 the same because all the yeah. are very different but I, I I honed it down to three separate colors so there's always a blue type fabric a kente type type fabric and also a, a red base wax wax print fabric but yeah they they are very very beautiful fabrics and they they you can use you use them for any number of things so um in home furnishings in fashion on on bags on shoes um on socks so it's it's a, I, I i'm i'm nigerian myself so you know i've grown up with with fabric i've grown up around fabric and and for me the the african print fabric is is always been kind of used as a as a time to celebrate so when when i got married i purchased loads of fabric and and sent them out to to all my friends and family and we all wore the same thing and celebrated that at my wedding oh that's lovely yeah so it's 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 often for me it's, it represents a a, a time of of people coming together and celebrating and that's why I wanted to 
to infuse them into the product because it, it represents celebration, you know, birthdays and anniversaries and that kind of thing. Yeah, is that a, like a traditional thing to do to show yeah. I do that? Yeah, yeah. So so um, many kind of West African um, countries use we use fabric as a as it's it's kind of like a non non verbal way of communicating. Oh, I had no idea. I, I mean, I see it; it's beautiful, but I I didn't know that they had that kind of sentimental meaning to it yeah i need to invite you to a west african wedding (laughs) it's like one of the kind of a wedding i haven't been to actually i've like been to an indian wedding obviously i'm swedish (laughs) so i've been to swedish wedding or an english wedding i've never been to a west african wedding yeah yeah it's 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 a major a major thing and it's just you know it's like i said it's a way of 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 togetherness and, and and celebration and it's you know once one side of the family might wear one cloth and another side of the family might wear another cloth or you might all wear the same thing but it just it just it shows that 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 togetherness and that 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 celebration oh that's so lovely so you put that on your cards and obviously you do stationery and stuff too when you have approached stockists in the past have you had any have you had found it challenging then because of course you it, I mean, I had, to be honest, not given it that much thought before this week. You know, that it is so hard to find a greeting cards with a black person on it. You know, what, has that been something seen as a positive when you've been reaching out to stockists or has it been sort of a barrier? So the, the, I guess the whole reason why I started um, AfroTouch in the first place was because I was on maternity leave and I was at, I was at home with my son, my second child. And a friend of mine had also just had a baby and I was looking for a card that, you know, truly reflected this special time. You know, they've just had their, their, their first child. And I think that, you know, was that, that really reflected them and this beautiful occasion. And I went into onto my local high street and I just couldn't find anything that, you know, had a black child on the front or, you know, represented a black family. And then I went online and, Everything was was either in America or or not easily accessible. To myself, do you know what? I'm just going to make something myself. So I, I'm not I'm not a graphic designer. I'm not trained in any way. I'm a pharmacist, so you know, <laughs> I'm a scientist. Um, but I've always been quite creative. So I I I then put together the. My, I remember my first card was just this piece of piece of card that I'd found. You know, I'd cut out a black silhouette of a of a um a buggy and then cut out mm. a shape in an Africa in the African fabric and just stuck it on the card and put, you know, welcome to the world precious angel, something like that that was on on there. And when I gave it to her, she loved it. She 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 was so happy and and that and I guess from that moment I just thought, you know, there's a need for for I, I can't be the only one that's that's not being able Absolutely not. I'm sure there's many and I'm that might have been the only card she got, which actually had. Yeah. Well, that was that was how how I started, and then you know I I, I over the years I, I then I started off on Etsy actually, so I developed a few cards and, and put them on onto Etsy, and then I, I I moved on to my own standalone website, and then I thought you know I need I really want these cards to be available on on the high street, and I really want them people to be able to access them, not just having to search for me online, but be able to access them 
from 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 stores. So I so I started reaching out to wholesalers, and it was really really hard. You know, even if you send send through samples or you sent through, um, I sent through um, images of the card. A lot of the time, it was you know, thank you for getting in touch. The cards are really lovely. However, at this time, they're not really a good fit for the rest of the cards with the rest of the cards in my store. Or it was just generally, you know, an appreciation that the cards were beautiful, but mm. they didn't fit with the rest of the cards that were that the that the, that the in, independent retailers were were stocking. And then I would then email back and say, you know, what is it about the cards, or you know, is there anything that I can do to, you know, what what would make them fit with the rest of the cards? And then that was just then it was just silent. That was the end of the conversation. <laughs> that was an uncomfortable question. <laughs> <laughs> always you know it's just I always I, I always tended to reach out to to um independent retail stores that were in very diverse areas so when you walk mm. high, high street you see every type of ethnicity so you know I felt that you know people would be go- wanting to go into these stores and look for a card that represents themselves mm. I think that's not necessary I think because you know I think the populate 40 week ethnic black and ethnic minority or I should say people that don't identify as white, I think that's mm. like 14% of the population. So that's, that's several million people. I actually looked at the last census. Is this called census? Yeah. Um, and I think uh, people that identified and ticked the box on the census as, as black, Caribbean, black, or whatever the options were, was 13% in the last cons- uh, census. Mm. And then you have all the pe- other people that tick the Asian box, yeah. uh, you know. So it, there's definitely a big group that doesn't fit into identifying as white. Exactly. So there's a so there's a massive market mm. for people who 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 want to be able to find products and buy products that are reflective of them of what they see in the mirror. Because I don't want to be able to go into I I. I can't go into a store for my anniversary and pick up an anniversary card that has two white people on the front because that's not representative of me. So I just think that... But equally, a white friend of yours might want to buy you a card and want one with a black person on it too to be representative of you. Exactly. So so I think that's been... My struggle has, has just been trying to, you know, get the cards um, in front of... of of people and and getting them to say you know just being I guess I don't want to use the word brave but I think just being open enough to say that there's a demographic of people who would really appreciate these cards in my store you know let me let me at least give them a buying option yeah so you you do have a few stockists up and down the country so diverse gift obviously she sells a very diverse range so you fit perfectly your other shops that you supply are they equally diverse or are they more people that have taken the view you know my customers will love this yeah so I yeah I remember I remember I did my first trade show at um, Progressive Greetings live probably about about two years ago I think I was probably one of probably three or four publishers who were providing diverse diverse cards and predominantly cards for black or Asian um, populations Hmm. and it was it was it was a fantastic experience but I just felt I remember just feeling you know why why are there only four of us out of the however many hundreds of 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 stores 
of of publishers mm-hmm. um, in this in this trade show. And I had one lady that 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 came over and she looked at the cards and she didn't say anything and then she went away. And then right towards the end, she came back and she said, "I love your cards." I said, "She said I think they're beautiful." She was a Scottish lady and she said, "Oh, I think I think they're beautiful." And then she she placed an order and she's based up in um in Edinburgh. There there are a store called Bonkers Gifts. I'm not sure if you if you know them. Yeah, I know it. I met her at a giftware association event years ago. So she's she's um they've got a store in Edinburgh and a store in in, in Aberdeen. So she she stock um they stock stock the cards. That's lovely. Yeah, and I think also the fact is that they, you know, they've got a, a massive university in Edinburgh, and and then probably have a lot of 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 um, foreign students and and um, diverse population around around their stores. So they wanted to be able to offer diverse cards to their to their um, to the public. So so I have um, I have they, they they stock my my cards, and then I have a few that are predominantly you know black owned businesses that, that that stock my cards, and then a couple of bookshops. There's a, there's a, a bookshop in in um, near Catford, uh, Moon Lane Books that that have recently well they started stocking the cards last last year. Um, so yeah. it, it is a mix, but ideally I would you know I would love for for the the, the larger retailers and and to just to have a, a section. <laughs> Um, yeah just you know I don't want to, actually I don't I wouldn't want it to, actually I, I just feel that they should be integrated into the rest of the yeah house. not a separate section <laughs> but amongst the happy birthday cards they, there could be a di- more diverse range right I think I think it, it should just be you know you have your birthday cards and you, it's an option for everybody so you've got the cards that yeah. have the words on you know just that say you know the text-based cards or the cards that have the images on and those images should be you know of of all different types, so whether it's an Asian, an Asian person, or a black person, you know, or a white person, it, they, it should there should just be an offer for everybody because we're all shop, we all shop, we all go to the same same places, and I don't feel that as a as a community, I should have to go to a specific black owned business to get a card. No, absolutely not, and for it, you know, the problem is that you know, like. I haven't thought given this much thought ever. And I think a lot of buyers are going to be the same. So I hope now with the conversation having started that people actively go out and make sure they have a more diverse range. Yeah. If you only stock cards with writing on it, fair enough. But if you stock cards that has like people on them, make sure it's diverse. Yeah. I think it's really important. I think the other thing is around the messaging around diversity because I think mm. diversity is a huge thing. So diversity is not just about race, you know. There's there's gender diversity, there's disability diversity. But I think often when when you we, you you approach stockists, they say, well, we already produce a, a, a diverse range of 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 cards. You know, there's cards for LGBT, there's cards for you know a, a, a different groups. But it's, there's never it's never a there's a card there's cards for black people and I've often just gone into some stores and say oh do you sell do you sell cards for I remember going into a store and saying do you sell any black cards and the the, the, um, the sales assistant went and she bought me a card that was black <laughs> like a physical like <laughs> that's not what I mean <laughs> and she's 
like, no, 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 I'm, I'm really sorry. And I was just like, do you know why? And she said, just, we just, we just don't. And this was in, I think this was in Greenwich. So it's like, if there's, there's still like a, 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 light, a wide, diverse population in Greenwich. So I think that people just don't, they don't think about it. They don't think that it's an issue. And then when you say diverse, it's like, well, it's, it's LGBT and it's, you know, disabilities or whatever. It's not, it's not necessarily or it may be religious cards so it might be they stock cards for for different types of religions but actually you know someone might want to pick up a card that has a black person on it or a black female or a black male that or, or a black father's day card so mm-hmm. you know father's day is coming up and you know there's i've 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 been getting lots of, of orders for, for the Father's Day cards because there's not many cards that if you go into a shop that you'll see black men and black black families. So so I think it's just it's really important. I think that a lot of a lot of retailers are missing a trick because, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, I think there's also a fear that these cards won't sell. But I know just through my business and a lot of other black owned businesses, um, especially black owned um card publishers, that they, they, there is a need for these cards. And yeah, I don't think that's a good enough excuse anymore yeah i think that they will sell yeah i mean you know, there's a wide enough customer base and even if you're selling it to you if you say you mainly have a white customer base for example mm. it doesn't matter they will still n- know yeah people of all races yeah and it's yeah, like you say it's not they're not you're, not you're not just wanting to when you purchase a card you're not buying it for yourself you're buying it for somebody mm. so you know you might be buying it for you know for a black friend or an asian friend or whoever you know mm-hmm. and I think it's even more special that you've even thought about it I think cards are yeah. such personal things they're such personal items and then and I think it, it when you when you can produce you can give a card to somebody that you've that's been that's really thoughtful in it in the way it's been produced or the way it's been made I think that adds to that adds to that personal touch say that you know when you purchase an Afro touch design product you're purchase, purchasing a gift that says I appreciate all that is uniquely you that's that that's the message that I, I that I want to get out to 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 um to wholesalers that you just be open to offering a diverse range of cards and when I mean diversity I mean every aspect of diversity and, and race is a huge part of that and we shouldn't shy away from that conversation you know you shouldn't and if if and I and I always say, you know, what being able to articulate why you wouldn't want to, if you're saying that, you know, this card is beautiful, it's really lovely, it's really well made, then why wouldn't you then stock it in your store? You know, what's the reason? Yeah. And are you saying no, because you don't want to have a diverse range? Are you saying, you know, that's maybe something you should look and question? Yeah. If you're saying no because you spend all your budget or because COVID-19 happened and you're not selling as much, then fair enough. But if you're saying no because you have no other cards depicting black people or Asian people, you know, then then that's probably some an opportunity to look and review things. I think it's it's an opportunity for for everybody just to just to review the range of cards that they that they sell and just to just to think about the offering and the dem the, the demographics that they serve because you know like I said it's I I shouldn't have to to search online you know why should I as a black person have to go online 
and search for a card when another Caucasian friend of mine can just walk into an online store and just pick up the card that they want that reflects them and their mm-hmm. happiness and it's job done. And I'm, you know, why do I have to do that extra step and that extra searching? And I think that's why, you know, over the last couple of cu- couple of days, I've been, I've had lots of e- email um, social media traffic around, you know, at your black owned businesses and at this and at that, and to raise awareness that 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 these wonderful creators of of these items exist, you know, and and you know, we 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 need an opportunity to be able to show this, but not just through our own individual websites, but through other independent retailers, and you know, just being able to. Because, you know, everyone's always searching for that next unique thing or that next, you know, wonderful thing. And I think there's so many wonderful creators out there. And it's just about giving everybody the, the equal opportunity to shine. Absolutely. And I, I actually think we can take it one step further. So, you know, if you are a shop where, you know, you don't um, want to stock maybe traditionally more ethnical products, or you know if that's not your style say you're very scandy for example you can keep your style but you can still review your supplier base yeah definitely there's I think there's always a way to introduce you know black owned businesses into your and your as your as your 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 suppliers or your printers or whatever but I think it's just being being mindful of it and just I think conversations like this is what 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 will help raise awareness and you know just open up the conversation that you know there should be it it should be equal equal for all and that you know everybody's in this game everybody's trying to 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 get through and you know just let's let's create a buying option for for everybody and and you know it's not just the greeting cards industry it's not it's it's every it's it's every industry that 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 we there's that there's an issue whether it be you know trying to buy hair care products you know we often have to go to to separate stores just to get hair care products you can't yeah and pick up pick up something or, or separate or there's like a one aisle in the middle of of, of, a, of a shop that has the black products and everything else is is not for, for hair you know i've talked a lot about dolls this week yes and children's toys yeah and also i also had the thought when i was thinking about dolls and toys i thought like well i could buy a black doll or asian doll to a white person's friend as kid that wouldn't be strange because they have will have friends that are black and i'm sure black people have resorted to like buying you know a baby card for a friend with a white person on it but you know like so why couldn't it be the opposite where like you know i could gift a white friend a card with yeah, a person on it. it it shouldn't exclude you know we know people of all colors so why couldn't we i don't know if i'm putting this really making any sense but you know like i i don't think that you know i can only gift yeah. black baby cards to a black person you know either either it should, it should be able to go either way so you yeah yeah you should be able to give a black doll to a white child or a, or, or, yes. or a white doll to a black child and I think as black children as black children it's been it's been very difficult to get black black you know every every child loves a bit loves loves the doll you know and I, it's been really difficult to be able to get to get black dolls for black children so we've often you know played with the white Barbie and you know the the the, the white baby. But we, because we have, but there's not really, really been any uh, any other option. And again, for us to then be able to find a black doll for our black baby or a black child, we have to go and search online and try and find it. It's not just 
go onto your high street or go into your local superstore and you're able to you're able to find it so it's a conversation we've had I think and it's it's not just gonna you know I think we we've had these conversations you know in small amounts in the past I think given everything that's happening in the world at the moment especially with the whole George Floyd situation that's going on in America really Mm. opened up the conversation around race and and just the need just to listen and just to see and to hear what is going on and not to stick your head in the sand and pretend that this is not this is not a UK issue or this is not a issue it is an issue and I think that's why you know there's been so many protests and things around it that it's just we just need to be we need to have the conversations we need to have those uncomfortable situations conversations and we need to listen Mm -hmm. and to and to really understand that this is an issue it's not just in the greeting card industry. It's not just in in the education system. It's not just in the police. It's it's everywhere, it's everywhere. And until we can really look into ourselves and really take some time to understand why is this happening and what can I do as an individual to make the change, then, you know, George Floyd, the George Floyd situation and all the other situations in America are just going to be, you know, pointless. So I think that, you know, and it's 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 a really trying time and it's it's been a really hard time emotionally for for a lot of us but at the time it's been it's been an opportunity where we we've, we're starting to have those conversations and you know it's show it's it's start it's and I pray that it will be um, a conversation that just doesn't stop and and that that is just oh it's just another a moment in time and then it will pass and then everybody will go back to to, to being what they doing what they were doing I think we just need to keep keep go keep 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 this in the in in the forefront of our mind and just make be mindful of it on a on a on a daily basis that you know how we 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 need to be able to just be honest with ourselves and yeah and just I just just I, dare to bring it up by yeah yeah it's not it's not a taboo subject it's not it's not it's it's, it's a subject that needs to be talked about and. and like I said, it's uncomfortable, but it doesn't need to be uncomfortable. It just needs to be open, honest and respectful of all views, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to be honest, like I would have probably never, if this didn't happen, I would have not realised what I can do better. And I would have also probably felt really uncomfortable reaching out to you saying, do you want to have a conversation about this specifically? Mm. Whereas now at least... You know, it's given us the chance to think about it. Like, you know, I obviously I don't know enough, but yeah. just looking at what I do, I can see things that, you know, if I can just inspire a shop to have a more diverse supplier range, you know, then that, that that's something good. And if that, this conversation means that, you know, someone looks at their card range or their range overall and think actually yeah I have no black babies on my cards Mm. and I have five candle suppliers and all of them are white yeah yeah I think it's it's it is it is just having that that conversation so I like I'm I'm so thankful that you were that you reached out and you know that we we can have this conversation today and we need to keep keep that conversation going because you know without Mm. if you don't talk you don't change so yeah you know we need to we need to keep this keep this going and just it's just about raising raising awareness of it and do you think that before this conversation started do you feel that have you ever felt in our industry like this home and gift industry that we're in that you have experienced bias or racism (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah. I think it's just, I mean, just for the very fact that, you know, I attended Progressive Greetings Live and, you know, mm. I was one of probably, there was, there was Dio's card, there was myself, there was um, another, um, Devor, Devorley, I can't, sorry, I forget the, the name, but there was very few cards that were diverse and there was, there was um, and I was just, I was, it was just really for me, it was just really upsetting. And like, you know, there's a mm. whole, there's a whole world, whole world out there. And you know, it just, it's just, just by that, just by that bit, you know, why the the organizer, the organizers could have, you know, made a conscious, probably a conscious effort to, to try and reach out to independent publisher, not um, black owned um, publishers. To mm. you know, hear the, you know, this is what we're doing. You know, we'd love for you to be. You yeah, know. that's an interesting point. Did they reach out to you to get you to book the show, or did you apply to? I had to find, <laughs> I, I, I find them, and I and I and I. I think I'd I I'd gone probably a year before and 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 realized that you know there was there was not enough diversity. So I, it was one of my missions, one of my goals for the following year to say I yeah. I will exhibit at this trade show because you know there's a need for it I fell pregnant I think the following year so I couldn't exhibit so I've exhibited the year after but even the year I exhibited it was it was just not there was just you know there, there was not enough diversity in 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 the trade show so yeah I think it's 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 a conversation that needs to be had and and we just need to be mindful of you know who are our suppliers? What does our, 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 our stock look like? And is it mm. diverse enough, you know? Yeah, and as a consumer, you can do a lot too because, you know, the shops are catering for you. So if you think that things are not diverse enough, mm. it, you know, a brand doesn't feature, say it's the jewellery brand that you love, if they only feature white models, you can ask them why. There's no, I mean, that is an uncomfortable conversation, perhaps, but maybe it's simply that they had never thought about it. Yeah, and I also think that you know, there's there's some a conversation with even within the black community. Like, if you go into a shop and you mm. see there's something that you want and it's not there, then you have the right to go and ask the owner. This yeah. is this is what I need in your store. Can you can you provide it for me? You know, because yeah. consumer also. So I think there's also a, a, a need on our part to actually go and ask for what we want, go and ask for, mm-hmm. and then for those people who were asking to be open to hearing, and that's that's the whole whole conversation that's happening at the at the moment. And it is let us speak, let us tell our stories, let us explain what's happening, you know, so that you can hear us, and then you can start to make start to make the change and we can make the change or we can make the change together because I honestly mm-hmm. think that you know had we not all been at home had we not all been you know glued to our phones glued to social media during this time yeah you know the whole George Floyd situation would have been another situation that happened but for people to actually witness his murder on our in front of our faces I think that mm-hmm. has, has created the, 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 this this you know tsunami of of, of conversation so yeah, I just I think it's it's an important time. Um, it's definitely a conversation that needs to be had across every industry. The organisation needs to be really thinking about you know the diversity within their organisations and just supporting you know black and ethnic minority groups and then, and all all groups, but black and ethnic minority groups and making sure that you know that we are seen, that we are heard. You know, a lot of the a lot of the the, the boards. Um, the boards of these meetings you never hardly ever see black faces or 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 and and you're representing a a, a whole organization or a whole nation so it's just let, mm-hmm. let's just come together so that 
so that we can speak and that, and that you know, a conversation can be had where, where there's, there's open dialogue and honest dialogue. Absolutely. And and if it is 13% as, as, as this number I looked up, yeah. you know, then if you're really truly reflective of the people living here in the UK, if you have a shop here in the UK, I guess 13% of your stock could come from people like a black owned business or you know or an asian owned business you know a minority yeah and there's this just, just like i said there's so much creativity in the uk mm. there's so many so many wonderful people doing wonderful things and being so creative i just think they they just need to be given that opportunity to to showcase their their their, their products and you know I, I i love the whole pop-up pop-up culture because i think that's that's a, a, another way for you know independent for for creators to, to showcase their products. But yeah, and it's it's you know there's, there's, we we still need diversity within the, that 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 um, realm as well. Yeah, absolutely. And do you think that you know this whole say particularly I suppose on social media because I'm guessing you've been tagged as a black owned business by other people. What's singing with tags? You've been added. You've been added. <laughs> Which I, it's, it's it's great, you know, it's 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 getting the message out there. But but I also find that those tags are circulating amongst my community. So my black community, they're circulating, but they need to be circulating amongst the wider world, you know. So yeah. so if you're a if you're a, a white person, an Asian person, or whatever ethnicity you are, you should be able to at whoever, not just me. I'm I'm a black owned business, and I'm at another black owned business. You, I sh- I w- I'd love to be atted by you know a, a different um race. You know, it's it's yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah I get what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> if it's mainly been black people atting you and tagging you, I'm guessing that you haven't really had any new inquiries from white shop owners because they might not have seen that then. <laughs> No, I haven't. I haven't. Um, but I feel for me, I it's I'm going to carry on and um, and reach out to to retailers. Um, I think it's important. I mean, that's one of my it's 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 one of the reasons why you know I developed Afro Touch in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, to create a buying option. Um, so, do you think it will change with this conversation now? When it's, I mean, before it was probably even you know people weren't comfortable saying white and black and age. You know. I think it will change. I think it's. I think it's important. I think people just shouldn't. Even just to say the word "black" is often uncomfortable for people. Even mm. to say this person is a black person, it's. Yeah. People find it really uncomfortable, but that's what we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's so obvious when you say it, and when we have conversations now. But I definitely have been because you don't. You think that you have to adhere to some sort of it's social. Like you're explain. You're trying to explain that that person is black. But it's like you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're dancing around every single description. <laughs> Why are you saying that black woman over there? It's or, or or you know, or she's black, or she's a black person. There's not because that's what you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I wrote, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I had a have a friend that is Indian, and she once said, like, "Well, that's because I'm brown," and I was like. You said what? And and I reacted so strange. Like I was like, oh, that was really uncomfortable for some reason. But actually, it shouldn't be. Yeah, it, sh- it shouldn't be because you know we should be able to talk about you know. I mean, I'm yellow, I, I suppose, because that's what you often refer to when it's an Oriental person. I think I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not very good with this, but yeah. 
I mean, I often say oriental oration about myself. But then I think you should just, you should be able to express how how you, not in a negative way, but I just no, 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 no. think that you should just be able to feel free to say, okay, I'm a, she's a black woman and not mm-hmm. say, well, she's this or she's, or, you know, that woman with the Afro hair. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Call it, call it out, but, but but then not think that by you saying someone is a black woman that you're being racist because you're not being racist. You're just saying that no. that person is, and often yeah. like you don't know what to say because you don't know whether it's going to be racist or it's not going to be racist, so you don't say anything at all. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that when you contact potential retailers in the future, will you be more? Will you? I, you perhaps you already do this, but would you say you know? my card range so when you introduce your card ranges i make card you know with black people on it so i think before i mean i i when i first started reaching out i would say i i just used to say you know a colorful array of cards that will you know that you'll find really interesting and then Mm. i changed it and said no i needed to really be really clear about what the cards are why should i have to shy away from what i'm trying to present to the world Mm -hmm. so i would say you know ethnic cards african cards black owned black um cards and whether that's I don't know whether that's had a positive effect or a negative effect. I have no idea, but I just think that I shouldn't have to feel to have to sugarcoat what I do. You know, I, mm. I used to be called spe- when I when I first started, I was called Special Touch Design, and I rebranded um, last year, and I called the the business Afro Touch Design because I really wanted to be clear that this was what this this was the pro- this was the products that I would mm. they were products that had that Afro touch. You know, mm-hmm. they were products available. They were products for everybody. You know. Not all, not all of my cards have, or all, all, all of my products have, you know, black figures on them. Some of them, like the thank you cards, I've got a thank you card that's an, of an elephant, and the elephant is in the African fabric. That could be mm. to anybody, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, and your Christmas cards could be for anyone. I've got a reindeer with African fabric yeah. as the, the, the main bit. So it could be for anybody. So I think, like, like we've been talking, saying throughout this whole conversation, I think it's just about, Re- reframing the mind and, re- and thinking about things differently and I think if, if anything of what's going on in the world at the moment and especially particularly in America and the protests I think it's the message is re- just just be mindful and think about things differently think about different yeah. things differently that's that's I think that's the the main message because I think there is hope there's always hope you know of course otherwise we wouldn't I mean there would be no point with that we've come such a, such a long way I think we've got a a lot well there's a lot more to do but if you think about where we were you know in the back in the day when you know there was so much there was so much lots of issues around you know when when the the Jamaicans came into the country and all those kind of things all those issues I think we were some like sometimes I just feel we've we've, we've moved we've come so far but we're still we, we we've got still got a long a long way to mm. go and I think that this we just need to make sure that this conversation doesn't stop and this like I said this is not just a moment in time but it's a conversation that needs to continue and you know I think when I when I've looked on t- on tv and I've and I've, I've looked at the the protests and and the coming together of everybody you know you see you look on the t- tv screen you, yeah. and you see blacks you see you see white people they're all coming together protesting for the same thing and I think that's fantastic the conversation needs to be had by 
all ethnicities. I think it does not work if it's just black people or just, I don't know, Asian people, no matter what biases and racism it is. Or, you know, equally like the LGTB community, if it's just them campaigning for something, it doesn't happen. Change only happens if it involves more people and it's across borders i suppose or not borders but i was having a conversation yesterday and i was i was saying you know if when when a when a a a black person sees racism sometimes it may not might not necessarily be taken seriously you know Mm. but if you're a white person and you see racism and you call it out i think that there's power in that there's power Mm -hmm. in in any in, in any race outside of the race that's being you know um discriminated against if you call it out then that's where the change happens, you know? That's where the change happens. So I think it's just, it's, it's, yeah, we could talk about this all day, Therese. Absolutely. I think that if you are anyone that, you know, so say you're white and you never experienced racism yourself, you don't know, like, if, I mean, I'm not comparing, you know, my, my situation is different, but, you know, if you, when you are being subjected to something racist, your first thought is not always to fight. Mm. Your first thought is almost like you're embarrassed. Well, at least from my personal perspective when I was younger. Mm. Like sometimes I had that voice to say something, but most of the time it was like I was embarrassed instead of the person being racist. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that is not okay. Then that's when like the person from the other uh, ethnicity needs to speak up for you because you can't at that moment do it yourself yeah yeah and I think that's again that's a lot, a lot of the the protests and things that are happening at the moment is because you know we need we need to speak up you know we need mm. to speak up about these things you know we can't just let you know people die in front of us and and people just get away with it and it's okay because it's not okay Mm-mm. so um yeah I think it is it is about call it's about calling it out when you see it call it out Mm. yeah don't think don't don't stay quiet about it use your voice and speak up speak up and I think and that's all of us all of us have to absolutely Uh, we all need to keep the conversation going just keep it going and you know of course we still have to do our work and we we can't spend the amount of time maybe all of us have spent the last week on this but we still have to spend time on learning and and you know keeping the conversation going yeah definitely so do you think going back to retail and that sort of thing do you think what do you think are your retailers opening on the 15th what have you been do you know that um i'm not sure yet actually I haven't haven't of recent got in contact with them over the last couple of days to know whether they are. I, I that's again that's probably something that I need to do just to find out where where they are. I think the ones up in um, Scotland will be opening quite soon. I've just mm. got them on their socials, so they're getting ready. And I think the and the books the the bookstore in the bookstore in Lewisham Moon Lane Books will be opening very soon. So yeah, they're 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 starting to to reopen. So I think it's um it's nice. Do you think that have your retailers have they asked for anything you know a way for you to help them? I know perhaps their budgets are you know smaller and stuff. Have they asked about min- smaller minimum orders or anything like that? Well, I haven't haven't had any. I haven't had any of them ask me for, for for smaller quantities. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it will be it will be good to see what happens over the next you know next couple of months. I know I normally get quite a big order for you know some of the Father's Day stock. You know, I would have had that at the, towards 
maybe March in, in March, February, March, and I didn't get that because of the situation with with everybody closing. So yeah, um, I'm hoping that you know as we was I'll start looking at um the the Christmas stock and everything else and see um you know whether that's a way to try and push push the products out into to more retailers absolutely i mean christmas is gonna come around soon i mean it's always strange when you start talking about christmas i mean you're <laughs> um, the month where i'm 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 designing christmas stock and <laughs> yeah. yeah no it, it needs to be talked about because otherwise it's going to come around you know but especially your kind of products that has such a handmade finish because they need to get their orders in before yeah yeah, yeah the other thing the other the, the nice thing about about being at home um has just been just being able to get a bit more organized and and plan plan a lot plan a lot more and I've I've reached out I've I've I did a you know everybody's been talking about their what's what's your COVID baby what have you been working on whilst you've been yeah and my COVID baby has been looking at digital products so uh, I've developed like a digital planner and and more digital stationery so you know um, planning sheets and those kind of things so that's been a uh, and, and a pivot a pivot for me oh that's nice yeah so just being able to think about what 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 else can I offer um that's gonna kind of add value to someone else's life so I thought the, the whole planning digital I didn't even know that about digital planning until I sat down and googled it one day and there's a whole world around di- digital planning so yeah I learned how to to, to to produce a digital planner and you know I'll be I've got one up on the website so yeah it's just it's just that's that's been my 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 this time has been a time just to really look at the business and and look at which what direction I wanted to go in what products I need to continue with what products I don't need to continue with which retailers do I want to reach out to and you know how just have yeah and that for next year well it sounds like you've been keeping really keeping busy <laughs> really busy really busy <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I've had, I suppose in a way this podcast has been my, I mean, it's always been something I enjoy doing since I started it, but I've just been doing more episodes Yeah. Um, during this time. And it's it's been really nice to be able to just, because normally I record it, I always have a few episodes before the season goes live. And then, you know, it might be four weeks out before something kind of goes live. Yeah. But this time of like being able to be a bit more reactive to things happening yeah. has been really lovely and so I guess that's as close to a COVID baby that <laughs> I've gotten <laughs> and that's maybe because I'm also very slow at editing <laughs> well thank you so much for taking the time to chat with oh, me awesome. and um can you share where people can buy your cards and where they can find you yes so um, you can head on over to www.afrotouchdesign and I'm on all social media and it's at afrotouchdesign. That's perfect. I will link that in the show notes as well. But go and have a look and, you know, next time you're buying a card for, for a black friend, maybe you don't have to buy one with just words on it. Well, thank you so much and have a really good day. Well, I will. You too. Thank you so much, Georgina, for coming on the podcast and speaking so openly about everything. And thank you to all of you who listened. 
I know that I sometimes struggle to find the right term or the right word. For example, I said across borders at one point, but of course I didn't mean across borders, but I probably should have used the word communities or ethnicities instead. But this is exactly what I mean with, you know, we can't not have these conversations because we couldn't are worried about not finding the right words so I will definitely learn from it and I will just do better next time. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and I would love to hear your thoughts. I will be back later in the week where I will be talking to another black owned brand that is supplying our our gift industry and until then I hope that you have a wonderful week and thank you so much for listening.